Hello and welcome to Life's Journey. It's me, Shakira, your main host. I want to start off by thanking Spotify as well as Anchor for allowing me to use their platform. It has been fantastic. The experience is amazing. I just love Spotify and Anchor. Uh, it's easy to go on there to get your podcast started. There's so much information that they give you uh, and details and tips to help you get your podcast up and running. So totally shout out to Spotify and Anchor. You guys definitely tune in. And if you're looking for the podcast yourself, feel free to try out Spotify and Anchor. It's amazing. The experience, you'll love it. And just support is amazing so thank you guys make sure you tune in to life's journey and rock out with your girl i appreciate all the love and support from each and every one this is a journey for me as it is for you so let's enjoy the great vibes the great energy as we all share our experiences through life thank you again for always tuning in and listening to life's journey here on anchor thank you Good evening and welcome to Life's Journey. How's everyone doing this evening? I hope you're home nice and cozy, inside, relaxing with your loved ones, enjoying your weekend. So I hope Friday everyone had the chance to tune in and listen to my latest episode on raising young black men to be strong black men. Uh, Feel free to tune in on Spotify and Anchor to join the discussion. So tonight, we're going to carry on with the topic, Raising Black Men to Be Strong Black Men. And I actually have a few uh, guests here with me tonight. Three young men, black young men, let me add that, here tonight and to join the discussion with me. Um, I'll just let them go ahead and introduce themselves one by one. I go by J-Ben, J-W-Bop, real name Jahaz, I'm 16, from Plainfield, New Jersey. Here with Key Love on Life's Journey. I'm Z, or uh, I'm 16. Y'all know who it is, Jason Styles. Jason, Shakira Jefferson's son. From Pressing and Jay, from the field to the veil. Understand that? And I'm here to kick it with Shakira Jefferson, 197. Uh, hello. Yeah, my name is the co-host. People in the room call me J-Dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I am also the, the, the much stronger and smarter son of Shakira. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'd like to thank each one of y'all for joining me today on Life's Journey. Sure. So, uh, we're going to start off with a few things. I have a couple few questions for the young men that I have here with me today. Um, how you guys feeling tonight? Alright. So I have one question for you guys. What are your thoughts on going back to school after the uh COVID? I wanna know I what are your thoughts? That was a good decision because school now is easier. You know what I'm saying? We barely get homework. You know, teachers is less like on our back, so we got more time to be in high school. Be ourselves, try to figure shit out. How about you, Zakir? 
How is that? Cause they try to paint that image on us. Cause you know where we look. So that's what you have been experiencing going back to school since the pandemic. You feel as though going back, uh, the teacher are, teachers are more, uh, more like profiling you because of the way you look. What is your image? What do you, what do you think that bothers them? How do you look? I thought I was in the game because I had drugs. Because you had dreads. And how did that make you feel? I wanted to slap him. That's no And Jason, how's it been for you to be back to school since the pandemic? It's been kind of good to be back at school since the pandemic. The start of the school year, I had a football season. It, it was going good. But as um, Friday, my mom told y'all about me and my difficulties during the season, it was kind of hard doing what I love, doing what I gotta do to get out where I'm at right now to move up because of the discrimination the coaches were doing. Teachers are the same as usual. But this year was different because the way the coaches was moving around me. It, had, it knocked me off my demeanor and all that. Yeah. And how about you, Jaquan? How has it been um, going back to school uh, full time since the pandemic. Uh, it's been good. Yeah. I got nothing else. All I know is it's been good. Well, that's good. So, as you guys know, I asked you to join me today here on Life's Journey, uh, because my topic <laughs> is based on um, raising strong black men to be young, young black men to be strong black men. Um, and the hardship that parents are faced with uh, today when it comes to trying to uh, raise our our children, our young black men. Um, Any one of you would like to share uh, an experience or a journey that you may have um, been on or experienced where you feel as though you were discriminated against? State your name as you speak. teachers thought that I was uh, smoking weed like in the beginning of the year because of my one of the friends that I got that go to that school they thought I was hanging around him smoking with him before school shit like that just because we was friends and we black basically that's how I felt that's how they was basically saying it because like any other person that come in there so you're basically like saying the person that you were hanging with it were was the person you were hanging with known for smoking weed and automatically they assumed that you were that type of person because of who you were with? Yeah, they automatically assumed that I was doing the same thing they were doing. Which was not true. So what what form of discrimination do you think you experienced? You were you how were you were you did you start to be get treated like differently? Like, uh, racial profiling. Because that's basically what it was. Because he's black, I'm black. We hang with each other, so they think we was doing the same stuff. Okay. Anybody else want to share? Uh, 
Yo, I like this here. My name is Jason. As you know, these spaz. Okay. Uh, incident happened at a school where uh, I was walking in the hallway and I bumped into this kid in the hallway and he made a remark at me. Um, if you're anybody and you're a smart person or you were like taking the teachers, but I was a little stubborn that time, so I made a spark remark back. Um, he told on me on the principal office. I asked her, I said, why do I get in trouble for he's not? She said, because look at you. And I said, what you mean look at me? If the other way around, will he get in trouble? Will he get in trouble? Sorry. And she said, no, because look at you, look at him. I said, watch, because you're obviously bigger than him and more than him. I said, well, I don't understand by more than him. She said, you do understand, you just want me to talk about it. And I said, all right. And I left, the, I left the class. I left the room. So you feel as though you were being discriminated against because you made a remark to him, he made a remark to you, but you were the only one that got uh, penalized for making a remark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or another time, I was on the bus, coming back from a great game I had in Philadelphia, and I had a seat on the bus. It doesn't matter, it's a seat, a seat, it's a seat. But I had a seat on the bus, and the quarterback, which is white, he wanted to um, sit there. He said, Jason, this is my second year starting the varsity. This is your first year starting the varsity. Um, all you did was sit on the sideline and watch me play. And he started arguing. Then the coach came up, a white coach came up and said, well, this is the quarterback. This is who he is. If you want to do things and go places, he's the guy to take you there. So he, if you want a seat, he's going to get his seat. And I let that go for my shoulder and I went along with my business. So did you get up and give him his seat? No. Why not? Because my seat doesn't matter who is my seat. I was sitting there. Because who he is doesn't mean I got to got my seat or who he is. It can't be anybody. It's my seat. Right. And you both should have been treated equal. Doesn't matter if he's the quarterback and you're the defense. Okay. Anyone else? Anybody else? Baby, you have a time where you feel as though you have was discriminated against, or you experienced uh, being discriminated against? Oh, um, yeah, I'm. Um, this is um. Hello. Okay. This, this is um. Gerald Hemingway. And um, I do feel discriminated against. Just the other day, you know, some black people in the store, they, uh, was in front of me, <clears throat> and, um, you know, the, 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 the white lady that owns the store, she, uh, she knows that I always come in there for a pack of cigarettes, she even said to me, uh, your usual, and I said, yeah, but when the white guy got the cigarettes, he said, give me two packs, and those were the last two packs that she had, so yes, I do feel victimized, and, um, okay, so let me understand something, you went to the store, and you went to purchase a pack of cigarettes, yes, did you get your cigarettes, no, because 
but you asked for them before the white guy asked for his two packs. Yes, I did. And instead of her giving you your cigarettes, she gave the two packs to the guy who was after you. Who was before me. Before yes. you. Yes. How did that make you feel? Um, you know, in America today, So, just take your time. I understand the topic can be very emotional. Uh, the topic can definitely be very emotional uh, to discuss. It's okay. Thank you for thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing, Joe. Okay, so now moving along. So, um, now going back to talking about um, what Jihad was talking about and he and saying that um, he felt as though he was profiled and judged based off the person, you know, that he was hanging with or not even hanging with or just based off the person that he knew, an associate. So, you know, him, he became being treated differently or looked at differently because of who he was hanging with. Um and as far as with Jason and his situation, um, you know, not being treated equal, not being treated fair. So these are some of the things that goes on, you know, in our society today where our young black men are faced with each and every day. Um, Jihad, what are your plans for when you leave high school? What are you looking forward to doing? I'm looking to join the military. Go to the Air Force. Go to the Air Force? Yeah. Okay. And tell me two goals that you could put into your life right now to reassure you going to the Air Force like you want to. get to where I want to be, I could be higher, making more money. Okay. And it's all about, like, discipline. You gotta go there to learn discipline. Right now, I could say right now, I don't have discipline. Okay. Because, like, I have people in my life that try to teach me discipline. Uh-huh. But, me being a teen right now is hard-headed. But, I know where I want to go. It's just, the choices that I'm making right now, it might affect where I want to go. That's why all you gotta do is just stay focused. How do you feel about the police in the world today? I feel like I don't see them as an enemy, but I don't see them as like a person that could protect or say. I feel like we gotta protect our own. We, we don't need police. Police is like another thing to just kill us. Black people, Hispanics, they don't really kill too much of their own whites. You know what I mean, like, and especially kids like like black teens now, they killing more of us, like, all because of we we, we might look like we gang bang, we might, we might look like we doing criminal stuff, but we really not. Like Trayvon Martin, he had a hoodie on getting skittles from a store, they killed him for no reason. We could walk down the we could walk down the street right now with our hoodie on. It's cold outside. We, we, we die just because we, we look like we're doing something we're not. 
but we not. We really just trying to get home. Right. But, oh. but, this is Jason I'm talking, by the way. But, this for another topic for another episode. But, what our people gotta understand, we can't turn our, turn our backs on each other. Because, nine times out of ten, I go on my mom on Facebook, and I see this kid got shot by his own skin color. This kid got shot. This kid got shot. A couple months ago, one of my friends, a long time friend, found dead on Third Street in Plainfield. So, a lot of things goes on when we gotta look for the cops to protect us, but we gotta have each other back. We can't, like, we can't have each other killing each other because then we look dumb. We over here saying Black Lives Matter, but we killing, we killing the movement ourselves. And I agree with Jason with that. Zakir, um, what are your what? Can, all right, we're gonna speak. Message. We're gonna speak to Zakir for a second. Let's wake him up over there. Hello, Zakir. How are you? Good. Okay. So, uh, what do you see yourself from high school? What are your goals and what are what are your plans? Uh, I plan to be a, uh, a musician. A musician. Yeah. And you're into music? Yeah. How many songs do you have out? Um, I think, to be honest, I don't even know. I didn't keep, I don't keep count. You didn't keep count? What's your favorite? Um, I don't have a favorite. Okay. Well, can you shout yourself out real quick? Let the audience know who you is. Let the listeners and the viewers know who who's who's coming. Yeah, y'all can uh, find me on SoundCloud, <laughs> Apple Music, Spotify, Whatever. Uh, uh, under Kaizo Kid. K-Y-Z-O. K-I-Double-D. I didn't hear you. What is the name? What's the name? Kaizo Kid. Kaizo Kid. Okay. Nice. I like the name. The name is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not done talking to Zach here. Yeah. Jason loves look, this mic, y'all. You look, see it? Y'all can look me up. You get it honest. On Instagram. I'm already official. Official. Jason Jefferson 4. The 4 at the end of it because my wife, that's her favorite number. So forget it. But it's official, Jason Jefferson 4. Love me up on Huddle, Jason Jefferson. Love me up online. It will come up. Jason Jefferson 59. Remember that. This is my senior year, breakout season. I'm already broke out. Stitch up season. Let's go. Okay, so um, getting back to the topic. So, uh,. I actually wanted to finish. I had a couple more questions for Zakir. He's been sitting over there too quiet. So, um, if you had an opportunity to work with an artist, who would it be? Um, no. Kwani um, <laughs> said the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, I don't know. I don't know ah, come on now. That could be the million dollar question. And you don't know. Nah, I don't, cause okay, who's your favorite female artist? No. Beyonce? Kwani's over here on the road. I don't have a favorite female artist. Okay, who's your favorite male artist? Uh, Rap favorite, artist. My favorite male artist is... Uh, no, it's uh, Juice World. Juice World. Yeah. And how about R&B? You a smooth cat? You like R&B? Yeah, I listen to a little bit. A little bit of R&B? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, I have a question for you. Tell me what would you do in a situation, because um, I want to see how prepared you guys are so far. So, you know, so this is called a prepared talk. So, what would you do in a situation if you were walking to the store and you got stopped by an officer and this officer has become, has been, is being very aggressive? Yeah, as Jay Sanchez said, an asshole. This is just... It's just parched up something in my head. It's actually happened all the time. Okay, so share your experience. I was walking home. I was walking home from here. Okay. Then, um, excuse me, so I was walking home from here, and it was like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and I was, it was like dark path walking down straight from there. And then the cops, uh, they pulled over. They pulled me over. Yeah, they pulled over, and then it was like uh, they said something. But when I was walking, all I saw was the lights. So. I was like, hold on, where they about to stop at? Because before when I was walking, they passed me before, and they was looking at me, and I looked at them. And then I kept walking, and then they, they spun back. And then it was like, oh, we looking for somebody that just came from the hospital. But when they had pulled up, I had to put my hands up first. So they could see I ain't had no gun or nothing. So I was like, ain't about to get me. Uh-huh. So when they when they automatically pulled up on you, did they get out the car? And when they got the car, you just automatically put your hands up. Yeah, I like, put my hands up when they first got to the curb before they even got out the car. Showing that you're unarmed. Yep. And that's something that you were taught. Yep. Awesome. Um, how did how did you feel after the fact, knowing that you you just got stopped and had to put your hands up to show that you were unarmed uh, for a mistaken identity? I was like, that's crazy. But the thing is, they was telling me that I had to put my hands up because they wasn't on none of that. Like they was like they was chill, and nice, like like good thing. There wasn't like no racist people or no crazy. Anymore. Okay, so you encountered an officer who was not aggressive, yeah, who was was nice, but you still felt the need to have your hands up automatically. Yeah, because it could have been uh, some uh, some person that would have had some type of resentment towards me because of my skin. Right. Because I had a hoodie up walking in the nighttime. Right. Okay. Even though you follow the talk protocol as putting your hands up, you know, showing you're unarmed, showing that you're being cooperative, cooperative, and then you end up having an officer who was just as cooperative and was actually doing his job, you know, didn't show no aggression uh, towards you. And so that means that, well, I'm sure you guys all know that not all officers are bad. Yeah. You know, I'm a sh- strong believer in that because I know a lot of great officers who, you know, don't racial profile, who just, you know, police and definitely protect and serve. So, um, I'm glad that that encounter for you was a safe one. Right. Um, anything else you would like to share in, in relation to that? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Jaquan. Hey, Kwani. Uh, hi. How you doing? I'm cold. Are you excited about going to middle school soon? No. Why? I'm good. I would like to stay in fifth grade. Um, tell me something. Have you ever had dare? Do you do dare? Uh, a dare? Dare officer. Uh, a police officer from dare. From the dare program, comes to your class and talks to you about strangers. Have you ever had any assemblies where the officer came and talked to you about uh, good policing? What is good policing? What is bad policing? Um, I have, 
Yeah, yeah, they came to. The Are we gonna wrap this up? Yeah, yeah, they came to the school. They come to the school every year to just make sure we know what to do if a stranger comes up to us or something. Okay, how do you feel about the police officers nowadays? I don't really know, cause they, cause they're like they're always nice to us, to, to the kids, to the younger kids, to the younger kids, yeah. So, have you ever witnessed a police officer being aggressive towards someone else? Yeah, like this other kid. He was he was hanging out with his friend, and then and then they were playing tag, right? And then. Of the officer says, "Hey, why'd you push him?" He said, and then the kid says, "I didn't push him." He said, "That's it. Go to your teacher." I said, and he said, "But I didn't." He's like, "Enough. Go to your teacher." I feel about that. I saw the whole thing, but the officer didn't believe me. I told him what happened. So he didn't care about you telling him what happened. Yeah. Okay. And what are your goals? Where do you see yourself five years from now? Riding in the Bahamas. <laughs> and what do you want to be? On my what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, what I want to be when I grow up? Yes. Um, I want to be. I want to be an expert on animals. Okay, that's nice. That's pretty cool. And let me ask you a question. Who do you think is going to the Super Bowl? A zoologist. Kevin Hart from Jumanji. That's what you want to be? Absolutely. Yeah. And who do you think is going to the Super Bowl? Oh, I think think the Bengals and the Rams. I think the Chiefs and the... What? 49ers? Your son? Only four teams left. Why would you think the Rams are going to the rest of the Seattle Seahawks? Because if it's not the Rams, it's the 49ers. Okay, that's just a question. Okay, answer the question, Jaquan. Okay, I think the Chiefs and the Bengals are going to go to the Super Bowl together. Okay. Shut up, Zafir. Okay. Okay, wrap us up. Wrap us up. Wrap us up. up. Alright, thank you for joining us on Life is a Journey. And, um, and again, it's Jason Jihad. Z. And J Dog. You can find me on. And Gerald Hemingway. (laughs) And. And you you can catch us on. Sunday, posting the uh, the last two games into the Super Bowl. It's on tabs. <laughs>